This is episode 447 on the 24th of November 2021. Only one week remains for the special surprise that is coming your way on the 450th episode. Not only we will celebrate a milestone, a record-breaking 450 episodes, but we will also celebrate something else, something special. What is that surprise? You will have to wait a couple of episodes more before that surprise is revealed on the 1st of December 2021. So just wait and be excited for the surprise that is coming your way very soon. 
but more on that surprise later let's move on to something interesting in the world of professional sports as everyone knows the junior hockey world cup starts tonight at 7:30 pm ist though till now it's not clear which broadcasting channel will telecast the matches because there has been no information on it on any media whether it's print electronic or digital sites none of them are clear on which particular channel will broadcast this match even the discussions around it are muted why because even though it's a world cup it's a junior world cup who bothers about a couple of 20 year old playing when we are more excited about the senior team but yes that's how you transition you play the junior world cup you transition from the junior team or the young team to the senior team and yes the results of the junior world cup are often seen in silos that is okay if the team manages to win great any positives coming out of it maybe but that's it but india takes on a strong team in france at 7:30 pm ist so till now it's not clear which particular broadcasting company will broadcast the match maybe it's star sports maybe it's sony maybe it's an unknown channel or maybe it's only available on digital cable networks no clarity has been done yet but we'll wait for the match i'll discuss if i'm able to watch it day after tomorrow we'll see on that but yes if you can watch through whatever means do try and watch the india versus france junior world cup match and remember that india are the defending champions it's been 5 years since this tournament happened with a break from last year and the excitement is not there much because the teams came in quietly if this was a cricket junior world cup there may have been more excitement but because it's a hockey world cup even a football junior world cup gets some form of excitement but this remains under the radar and muted celebrations happen so let's see what happens as i said in the last episode a couple of very good teams are in india's group and it will be interesting to see how this tournament progresses but let's move on to other professional sports as i discussed last week the survivor series pay-per-view is now the final pay-per-view as far as the professional wrestling world is concerned as far as the wwe is concerned this is the final pay-per-view of 2021 and let's look at how the matches went first is the look at the individual championships as everyone knows there was a huge match between wwe world champion big e versus wwe universal champion roman reigns 
and the match went back and forth and for a while it did not look as if roman reigns had the reins but big e got injured while trying to attempt a splash on the apron reigns took advantage couple of superman punches couple of push into the steel steps and reigns retained and won the match which means smackdown had a point like last year when reigns faced true mcintyre who was the wwe world champion last year reigns has been the common link to all the matches that have happened so far in the past one year other champions have changed in the men's and women's division both tag team and individual but reigns since returning in august 2020 has retained his championship for over 450 days and that's how things are and moving on to the women's champion match it was smackdown women's champion charlotte flair versus raw women's champion becky lynch another match which went right down to the wire using questionable methods to win and making a huge deal out of this rivalry though i don't know what was the huge deal because these two have been facing each other since 2014 ever since becoming a part of the roster that is the main roster coming from their development days these two have been facing each other for championships in tag teams individual matches main events what not so this is not the first time the two faced each other if there's rivalry between the two it's been going on for the past 6 years so i don't think what was the big deal yes lynch went on to win the match and as everyone said beating the other champion at her own game but then when you're in sports a bit of dirty methods to win is acceptable if the referee or the umpire doesn't catch hold of it it's legal if it's question if the umpire or the referee catches hold of it yes you can call it dirty but it's not dirty it's not questionable if the referee or the umpire cannot detect that and once the pinfall happens even if it's questionable if the referee or the umpire did not see that particular move it's clean and moving on to the third individual championship of the night which happened on monday morning and sunday night in the us it was the wwe intercontinental champion shinsuke nakamura versus wwe us champion damian priest it ended in a disqualification because they have started creating this character this caricature around damian priest who when agitated loses himself and he did exactly that he threw a couple of chairs and smashed nakamura into the steps and then smashed the guitar on his back which forced the referee to call up the match because this was a normal match not a no disqualification no timeout match so 
it ended in a disqualification which is never fun winning through disqualification in professional wrestling always asks question of the opponent or the person who does things to disqualify who attempts moves to disqualify himself and lose the match if this was a regular match for a championship match when you feel that your opponent is heavy on you as we have seen in other championship matches and we have seen all over the world in professional wrestling the rules are the same you do not win via disqualification or time out or count out you only win via pinfall or submission what is pinfall when the leg is raised and the referee goes 1 2 3 or pinfall is when the opponent taps out so here if this was a regular match and had he attempted something had he thrown a chair or a table or something or using some external apparatus which is not part of the match the referee would have called off the match and i often question this that maybe it's time that title should change hands via disqualification which includes low blows using of candlesticks tables chairs or any other external apparatus well let's leave that to the technical committee who decides or professional wrestling all over the world decide that maybe it's time it's been going on for so many years maybe it's time to include disqualification as a criteria for title change we'll see what happened but that's what happened now let's move on to the tag team championship matches just a couple of tag team championship matches as it happens every year you had team raw versus team smackdown it's been happening since 1999 when smackdown became a second brand for WWE before there wasn't much of a raw versus smackdown story so till 98 it was just another pay-per-view post 99 when smackdown became a proper brand and it has gone on to survive in the face of raw and everything it became even more interesting but the interesting thing about the team raw and team smackdown for both the women's and men's team is that last year they were on the opposite brand and here they are on this brand seth rollins for one year was on smackdown he led team smackdown this year he is on raw so he leads team raw he was drafted to raw most of these individuals keep changing brands depending on the need of which brand needs a balance so when there was rollins and reigns on the same brand it would have led to much heated things so they decided to put both of them on separate brands to balance it out and that's how it is so for me it doesn't matter which brand wins because for example once upon a time drew mcintyre was a wwe world champion part of raw this year he is part of smackdown so wherever you are you have to be happy with the situation but raw had a higher win percentage but it has mellowed down compared to what was happening before or maybe my new point of looking at such 
tournament has changed whatever so whichever team wins good for them but they keep changing hands it happens it will continue to happen you never know tomorrow the likes of mcintyre woods hardy corbin may find themselves on raw again or maybe they have a two year deal at smackdown they might go to raw after two years so it doesn't matter which brand you are on because you keep changing hands keep changing brands then we move on to the final tag team championship of the night the sixth match it was between the raw tag team champions rk bro and the smackdown tag team champions the usos another close match and it was difficult to know which team had a higher win percentage because it kept on going back and forth but all it required was one rko as one often says from nowhere to end the match and that is exactly what happened so this is how the two the six matches went down though the survivor series which was known for things for some exciting moments that part has tied down or mellow down a bit but still it was a great match you could be a world champion one day universal champion the other the same women wrestler could be a smackdown champion and raw champion the next year title changing hands same for the tag team champion same for the team raw you could be on any brand at any point in time so there are no loyalties just as it happens in professional sports in domestic tournaments like the indian 20 over domestic tournament or the various football leagues or domestic tournaments you could be on any team if your managers feel you are not adding much value they release you and they get someone else or if you have two players of the same caliber then they will probably put you in different brands and that's how these things are and that's how this particular pay-per-view went which was as told by the WWE management the final pay-per-view of 2021 and now before we move on to the next professional sport let's take a short break
welcome back after the break now let's look at other other professional sports that are happening right now Everyone knows that India New Zealand Test Championship starts tomorrow at 10 a.m. IST, and this is the team that I have chosen. So I am disappointed with a few players not selected, and the bird-brained selection committee who has deselected a few players. Of course, it's disappointing. but let's not dwell on what is not possible let's dwell on who are available and which 11 can play and who are the four or five players as the substitutes though one knows that no pant no kohli and no rahul available as they are given a break they will be back in the next match so for this match it's a team which one can think is this the perfect team does this team have the experience we can question i don't mind but i think this is a very good team let's look at this rahul not available for me gill and agarwal open pujara is at number 3 one can question his strike rate is averages not scoring centuries for 3 years if you ask me i don't care he may not score a century for the next 4 years he is in my team nevertheless and those who are questioning this they better look at themselves before the question all this no century making drought and then at number 4 rahane as the captain keeps his position he is also under pressure for being unable to score centuries one can keep questioning that but i'll keep him in the team so first four are agarwal gill pujara rahane by default they will have no option but to go with this and then comes a caveat who will be at number 5 it will be a choice between shreyas ayer a good player and surya kumar the question why weren't they included before because you have to move on from certain players who will of course reach a point where they will no longer be part because of age concerns but i will choose between shreyas ayer and surya kumar and then as far as wicket keeping are concerned we don't have too many options rahul is not there so we don't have a decent keeper i would have included rahul as a keeper if not for the if not for the fact that he's been given a rest for whatever reasons injuries form whatever it's irrelevant so i will go between ayer and surakumar as number 5 and then i will give it i will throw the gauntlet in the deep sea and give it to shrikar bharat but between rindaman saha and shrikar bharat i rather give it to him whether he has any first class or domestic experience or not i don't care for me he is in the team i saw him play in the domestic competition he can score fast he is a decent keeper and i rather have someone who scores 60 of 80 ball than someone who scores 10 of 80 ball it's not the question of strike rate it's a question of who can give the momentum because you already have pujara and rahane doing the job they do doing the job dravid and lakshman did you would fall asleep when dravid and lakshman batted though there were some advantages of when that happened so 
whether he has experience, whether he can keep on turning pitches, swinging pitches, I don't care. He is in my team. It's a gamble. It's right, wrong. I don't care. Now I don't even have an Ishan Kishan in the team. They may include Ishan Kishan in the context of Rahul's rest. I don't know. Or they may get Prithvi Shaw in the context of Rahul being rested. Maybe. But this is my wicketkeeper. It may not be for tomorrow, but it's my my team. As I said, everyone has a right to declare their own team. And this is my team. And then, of course, by default, you are in India. So if you're in India, Sri Lanka, our neighboring countries in Pakistan and Bangladesh, you will have to go with three spinners and two fast bowlers. You could go with a fourth spinner, but that will be a little too much. So three all-rounders in Jadeja, Ashwin and Aksar. The selectors, I question the selectors for not including a fast bowling all-rounder. No Badmeshwar Kumar, no Venkatesh Ayer, no Hardik Pandya. A real question on the thought process not to include talented all-rounders like Bhubaneshwar Kumar and Hardik Pandya or even throw Venkatesh Ayer in the deep sea and say, go and play a test match. Who cares? If you have experience at a domestic level or not, it doesn't matter. And that's how it is. Do something different. Let's not be so conservative. We have seen worse things happen in these situations. And then, of course, the best three spinners available as far as the five-day match is concerned. Three good all-rounders as well. So Jadeja at seven, Ashwin at eight, and Aksar at nine. And then comes the question. No Bumrah, no Shami available. So it's a choice between Prasad Krishna, Mohammed Siraj, Ishan Sharma, Umesh Shadab. I'll go with Siraj and Ishan, two good ballers who can also contribute with the bat if needed. Of course, Umesh Shadab can also do it. But it's, of course, between Siraj and Ishan and Umesh and Prasad Krishna because no Bhubaneshwar Kumar available, no Hardik Pandya available. You have to go with it. So this is my team for tomorrow. Don't be surprised if they go with Saha because of his experience and of the fact that he can keep to decent spinners. Well, that depends. But this is my team. You can keep questioning it. So once again, Agarwal, Gil, Pujara, Rahane, a choice between Shreyas, Ayer or Surya Kumar. Both are good. Whatever the team management, go, team management wants, go with it. But that's my team. And of course, questioning the selectors on not including another keeper in Ishan Kishan. I don't know who says that he can't play five-day matches. If you can hold the bat, it doesn't matter if it's five days, 20 overs, 10 days, 50 overs, 100 overs, you can play. Skills don't matter. There are no test specialists. There are no white ball specialists, red ball specialists. All the discussions are useless then maybe it's time to have the same uh, silos in commentary also. Because there are a few commentators who have no idea what it takes to play, let's say, five days. Let's have limited commentators as far as test matches are concerned. Why only have this distinction without a difference, only with the players? Why not with the commentators? Why not with the so-called journalists who write this? So journalists don't matter. So that's how it is.
So therefore, I am really annoyed with the selectors for not including once again Ishan Kishan, Hardik Pandya, Bhuvneshwar Kumar and a couple of others, even Venkatesh Iyer. What about even including of the cuff someone like Ritu Raj Gaikwad or Devdutt Particle? You think they can't play? Who decides they can't play? The selectors, what standing do the selectors have? Their own career didn't have any standing. What standing do the selectors have when it comes to selecting players? So yes, questionable selections all the way. Those who are not playing, that's a different story. Let's not question that. But that's how it is. This is my team. You can question whether it's good, bad or ugly. I'm not concerned about that. But this is my team. So three spinners. If you're in India or the subcontinent or the Asian conditions, this is what your team will be. So once again, Agarwal and Gill. I would have wanted to make Gil the captain it's too early so let's wait on that. Agarwal and Gil as the openers, Pujara and Rahane as the 3 and 4. A choice between Ayer and Suryakumar. Then Bharat as the keeper. Even if I've included him, give him a chance between Saha and Bharat with no other keeper available, no Pant. No Kohli, no other player available. This is my team. You can question it for all I care. But that's my team. So Agarwal, Gil, Pojara, Rahane, Ayer, Bharat, Jadeja, Ashwin, Aksas, Suraj, Ishant. And that's how the team will be. If it's not good enough for you, then tell me what your 11 should be. If you're not interested, then you can put a tape to your mouth. But yes, a few good players not selected on what logic? Of course, you have the A teams. A teams don't matter because you have when you have a B team selection committee and a F team commentary team, then who decides what is the A team and what is the B team? But whatever happens tomorrow, I'll discuss on Friday as always. But for now, let's take a short break. This ends episode number 447 as we climb towards and go towards special 450th episode 
where I will reveal a special surprise. But for now, stay tuned for the next episode. For more awesome content, tune into the next episode of the VK Show. And I will be back on 26th of November 2021 with episode number 448 at 10.30 a.m. Indian Standard Time. Till then, you can add these three books in your must-read books column.